In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, our Lord spoke in parables, it says today, but I'm not going to speak to you in parables today. I'm going to speak to you very clearly. You know, Our Lady of Guadalupe came to Mexico at a time when that whole people was under the oppression of a culture of death, a cult of death. They worshipped death in Guadalupe in, in Mexico when Our Lady appeared there. You know, there was human sacrifice galore. And of course, wherever you find that kind of satanic culture, of course, you're going to find plenty of lies. And of course, so Our Lady, in the spirit of Our Lady Guadalupe, she's interested in the truth. And she's inter interested in life. She wants life because where there's life, there's truth. And where there's truth, there's life. Where you find the culture of death, you find lies. It's very simple. It's not hard to figure out. Because who is the father of lies and who is ultimately the one who promotes the culture of death? Satan. It's, he's into human sacrifice. And, you know, with our society, ever since Roe v. Wade, but before that, there's been a strong impetus of those who worship death in our modern society. They're called the eugenic society, way back at the turn of the century. It brought forth, you know, those promoters of the culture of death like Margaret Sanger, Marie Stopes, these people who eventually became, you know, the um, modern Planned Parenthood. So they were all about promoting this notion that was first fostered by an Anglican priest named Malthus, the Malthusian doctrine. The Malthusian doctrine is that God can't provide for his whole planet for his, somehow his creation is going to overwhelm God. He can't even supply for all of his people. So therefore, the world could become overpopulated. That's a foolish notion, that somehow God can't provide for those whom he brings into this world. That it's totally a biggest lie about God's providence. God provides for everyone. We know very well that our planet can, sub can provide for more people than are even currently here on the planet. Way back when, maybe 10 years ago, they said that everybody could stand comfortably in the state of Texas with a good amount of space around them. So obviously, we're not overwhelmed. You know, that's one of the biggest lies of the devil. He wants everybody to think that God cannot provide, that he's not a good God who can't take, you know, that somehow God didn't take everything into consideration, so we humans have to correct God. We have to make up for his mistakes. That is the biggest lie. That's the people who believe that are fools. You know, the fool in his, says in his heart, there is no God. And so the, those who promote the culture of death are particularly atheistic, and they're into lying. You know, with this whole pandemic, when it first began, you know, people were, were silenced, they were canceled if they mentioned anything 
with that word that rhymes with Cyrus and that word that rhymes with Maxine. You know, I can't say those words even in this homily because if I say the words that rhyme with Cyrus and Maxine, I'll be taken off of the internet. You know, what happened to our society that we're not able to say freely what we want to say? We should, that should alarm us that people have control over what we can say when they put all kinds of foolishness on YouTube and they don't bring that down. But if you talk anything that might be true, they take it off. You know, our intelligent agency, when it wants to know what's going on in a society like China, which is a tyrannical, closed society, you, if they want to know what the truth is, you know how they find out what the truth is happening in China, in communist countries? They look to see what is being canceled in that culture. Whatever they take off the internet or whatever they block in that country must be the truth. So in communist China, they won't, if someone reports, you know, oh, there's a terrible famine in such and such province, oh, they block it. They don't want anybody to know that something bad might be happening. So wherever you're being canceled, that's probably where the truth lies. Whatever they're allowing you to say on modern mass media is probably all lies for the most part. Probably the only thing you can trust is the weather report, and you know that's 50% correct half the time. So shouldn't it cause us a little concern that our culture has already become operating like a communist society? That people who are speaking one thing that isn't the narrative that those in power want you to know, they take it off. And one of those people who has endured a lot of the cancel culture and has even suffered in jail for it is a Dr. Judy Mikotis. Dr. Judy Mikotis, from the very beginning, she wrote a book called The Plandemic, that this pandemic was not something that would just happened out of, you know, happenstance, but that it was created. And you know, it's come to light that Anthony Fauci, his real name should be Pinocchio because he's told so many lies. And if he's told so many lies about that, what makes you think that everything else he's told us about this is also lies? The father of lies is behind. And so when we talk about Cyrus and Maxine, I would say, don't look to Fauci for the truth. I'd go to Judy Makotis and I'd ask her and look at her things and see what she has to say, because she's been right about everything. She's called Fauci on the carpet from day one of this whole pandemic. And I think you better go and look up the antidote to Maxine, because you're probably going to need it if you got Maxine. Because Judy McCoda is also is probably, she's been right about everything else. You know, people tell us that, oh, this spike protein, this is something new. It's never been done before. Well, you know, that's not true. And I think that's probably one of the things they, they fooled our President Trump into thinking that this was something they came up with in the last 10 months. You can go, you can verify it. It's scientifically true that in the 1980s, Australia had an had a, had a infestation, an overwhelming amount of rats. You know, Australia has a lot of 
rats infestations, mice infestations. And so back in the 1980s, the Australians took this mRNA with the spike protein, and this is how they did away with the rats. They injected just some of the female rats with this mRNA spike protein, the same kind of spike protein that's in Maxine today. And they didn't just, they didn't inject every rat with it. They only injected a few of the female rats, maybe a, a hundred or so, and then released them into the rat population. And interesting enough, because the females are more social, as they interacted with the other rats, they would pass this to the unvaccinated rats. This would cross over through skin contact to the other rats. And this spike protein in the rats affected two places in the rats. The reproductive organs of the female rats and the reproductive organs of the male rats. So that it rendered both of them sterile. So that the rat population eventually died because they couldn't reproduce. You know, from the very beginning, I said way back in December, do not trust anything that is being promoted by someone who is part of Planned Parenthood. They're not about your health. They want to see you off of this planet. They don't want to keep you on it any longer than they deem you like a rat. And so I think we need to look where those who are suffering for the truth to find out where it is because people like Dr. Judy Makotis have suffered for the truth and are still speaking it. I don't think that those who are promoting this evil in our world today, they are confident that they won't have to answer to God. But that's not what St. Paul says in the letter today. He says, well, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so each may receive re recompense according to what he did in the body, whether good or evil. We'll all have to meet our maker someday. If you've been deceived, a lot of people have been deceived, don't kick yourself. But you know, there's an old saying in Russian, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If I am fooled twice by someone who's lied to me once, then shame on me. Our Lady of Guadalupe is all about the truth, as I said, and all about life. And the culture of death is very much entrenched in our society, in the politics. Those who are in power at the present moment are servants of Planned Parenthood. They're not servants of this nation. They're not serving we the people. They're serving Planned Parenthood. And if you haven't figured that out yet, then you have been one of those that say, shame on you. The church has told us from day one, do not vote for pro-abortion politicians. And still, we have Catholics foolish enough to say, oh, it's some other issue that's more important. Well, you know, we have those right now who are not just trying to kill babies, they're trying to kill a whole nation, who have wanting to surrender our nation to our enemies. And that's no lie. 
It's like a Trojan horse has entered into our country. You know, better go back and read about the Trojan horse. Famous story, because there's a Trojan horse in our country, and it's in the, it's in the White House at the moment. Another person who has suffered for the truth, and you should pray for him, pray your rosary every day for this man because he is suffering for the truth and he's being successful though, and that is Mike Lindell. If there's ever a warrior for the truth, we need to be praying for that man because with his efforts, he's proving that this last election was the biggest fraud perpetrated upon the American people. Let us pray for him because he has inconvertible facts that you cannot deny. And we need to pray for him that Our Lady put her protective mantle around him. You know, we can't do everything, but there are some people God raises up. Just like Moses, when the Israelites were fighting its enemies, you know, Moses couldn't keep his hands up. So he had someone come along, Aaron and Caleb, I think it was, they held up held up his hands so that he, while he held, held up his hands, then the, the Israelites could destroy their enemies. We need to support by our prayers those people whom God raises up who have the ability to do what we cannot do, but we can support them by our prayers. And so on July 4th, again, which is on a Sunday this year, we're going to have another rosary for our nation. I think it's appropriate and it's providential that July 4th falls upon a Sunday. And we're going to pray all 20 mysteries of the rosary again for our nation. Way back in November, I said to you, we need to be praying through the intercession of St. Gervais and Protes, the two patron saints we need to pray to in order to catch a thief. Right now we have a commander in thief running the country. And we need to pray that Gervais and Protes unmask this big lie through the intercession of Our Lady. For our nation is in great need of prayer. And if we pray and do our part, we may help change the course of events that may be coming our way if we don't pray and do what we ought to do to support those who are truly, truly patriots who love their country and who love the truth, whether they be Catholic or not. If they're supporting the truth, that's a Catholic thing. And we should support them with our prayers, especially that they be successful and be protected from all harm. Isn't that what we come to church for? As we pray for the good to do good and we pray for the evil to be converted. But sometimes the evil don't convert until they have to meet their maker. You know, the commandant of Auschwitz was a fallen away Catholic, used to serve mass as a young boy. He became the commandant at Auschwitz. He didn't convert he didn't reconcile with God until he was facing the gallows. And at that moment, he finally went to confession. 
and saved his soul. The same goes for those who are promoting evil today, who think that somehow they're never going to have to answer for whatever they're doing. But it is a great mercy because God's mercy is also his justice. We must not forget that. In God, there's no distinction. God's mercy is just, and his justice is mercy. So that we're praying that those who are doing evil will be converted. We want them to save their souls. And before we even talk about, you know, Catholics who are obstinately denying the faith by receiving Holy Communion and advocating pro-death positions, we also need to tell them that before they can be reconciled with God, they need to publicly renounce that evil. Because they have given so much public scandal. They have led so many other people into sin because of their bad example. It's not enough because you are publicly denying the faith and contradicting the faith. You must also publicly correct that. Let us pray for them that they make a great about face before they get to that position where they have to meet God face to face. Let us pray also for our nation, for St. Peter Damien in his great work, Gomorianos. was an it was a whole work that he wrote, and St. Peter Damien lived in the 11th century. Yeah, I think he died around 1009. He was writing about the immorality of the clergy in his day, the concubinage, the homosexuality. This is the 11th century. We're not talking 21st century, but there was great immorality among the clergy that they weren't doing their duty. And much of it had to do with Sodomy. That's why he called the work Gomorianos after Sodom and Gomorrah. And he said something in that work that ought to give us great trepidation, not just lay people, but especially bishops. He said, Those who promote the sin of Sodom will receive the punishment of Sodom. Maybe you better go back and read that story again about Sodom and Gomorrah. They weren't celebrating Pride Month, I tell you that, the day that God dealt with them. They didn't see a rainbow. The rainbow was actually a sign of God's promise that he would never destroy the planet again for its sins. It didn't become a sign and a representation of sin. That's how the devil takes things and twists. So he's also the liar, and he's the great twister of the truth. Let us pray, because we are doing so much today that there should be a lot of fire coming. Let us pray that we do some fire control, that we do not receive that punishment, because we have put people in positions of authority who do not fear God and do not think about judgment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.